0: Hello and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. We are done with our University series. Um, some of you guys are like, "Thank the Lord, I, <laughs> I was done with the university series." And some of you all, hopefully, some of you all, um, took something away from that. Um, Continue to to sharpen that edge, to sharpen that knowledge, and you built a good foundation to start off 2022. Um, I think that again is going to be a great reference point that university series for anyone that uh, you know is looking for to brush up on on personal finance habits and becoming financially fit or for those of you that are just tuning into the podcast for the first time and you're like, what the heck is personal finance and investing and cryptocurrency and dollar cost averaging and compound interest, (laughs) the university series is going to be a great starting place for you. So if you go back just a few episodes, you'll be right in the middle of that university series and you can tune in. Um, Just some housekeeping as usual. Um, We are hot and heavy hot and heavy with the YouTube videos, Um, posting at least once a week, sometimes twice. If you are a fan of the YouTubes, um, you can search Millennial Economics on YouTube, subscribe, check out some of the videos. I think we're already up to 15 videos on the channel. Um, There will also be a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes that you can check out. All right, so we are doing an answering Reddit episode today. We're getting back into the groove of that. I really, really enjoy these episodes. Um, So let's just get right into it. The title of this post is, I don't understand the point of living super frugally during the best years of my life. And the post reads, why would you deprive yourself of the things and experiences that you enjoy while you're young, active, and healthy just to try to build some massive nest egg to spend at the end of your life, assuming you live that long? Wouldn't a better plan be to live it up to the fullest extent possible while, (laughs) um, it says why, but it means while, so let's start that sentence over. (laughs) Wouldn't a better plan to be to live it up to the fullest extent possible while saving just enough to maintain that lifestyle in retirement? All right, so we're going to just dig right in. I think this is a really, really, this is a really interesting topic. This is a cool topic. It's one that I've been talking to a lot of people about. Um, I actually just had a conversation on the phone with somebody um, that was kind of debating really this. It's like, hey, should we spend some money now? Um, you know, money that we could be investing, whether it's in a 401k or a Roth IRA or buying cryptocurrencies or, you know, f- even more furnishing um, an emergency fund, right? There's always these quote unquote smart things that we can be doing with our money. And sometimes it's hard to say, no, we can spend it, right? Um, so I just had a conversation about this um, last night, matter, as a matter of fact. So, I I think in the personal finance community, and I talk about this um, disproportionately, I believe, because I am really passionate about it, is we don't talk a lot about balance. You know, you get into um, reading Reddit and watching YouTube and listening to podcasts, and all you hear about is, hey, if you, you know, live off of 10% of your income, you can retire early. Or, you know, if you invest, $5,000 five thousand dollars a month you can be a millionaire in 10 years again I don't that that's not real math' <laughs> it's just off the top of the head um, or you know hey you need to have you know 12 months of emergency fund savings but if you have 18 months it, it's even safer and if you invest in this 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 yada 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 right um, so uh, eventually what happens or can happen I should say is we get this idea that there's all of these smart things to do with our money and all of a sudden we're not enjoying anything that we are, we are making, or earning, we're not enjoying the now. Um, and again, I think there, there absolutely needs to be balance in what we do and how we operate and how we manage our money. Um, balance will benefit us in many, many ways. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick break um, for a quick ad read and then we'll get right back into the topic. Hello, all you Millennial Economics listeners. Thank you for hanging with me on this episode. I wanna talk to you about Coinbase Coinbase is a platform that you can trade cryptocurrencies, and I've been using it for a little over a year now. I've bought Bitcoin and Ethereum and Dogecoin. Um, I made some money on Shiba Inu back in October when it made its little run. Uh, I've really enjoyed Coinbase, and I think you will as well. They make it very simple. Uh, I am not the most tech-savvy person, and I don't have a thorough, thorough understanding of blockchains, but Coinbase makes it very easy to invest in cryptocurrency. If you are interested, you can open up a Coinbase account, and if you use the link in the show notes, you will get $10 for free, absolutely free. You will get $10 in Bitcoin absolutely for free. We're talking about free Bitcoin here, y'all, if you use that link in the show notes there. So um, if you are interested in cryptocurrency, like I said, I have used Coinbase personally. For a little over a year, I still continue to use it today. Again, use the link in the description in the show notes, and you will get $10 free of Bitcoin added to your account. All right, back to the podcast. All right, and we are back. So let's really dig into this. So basically this person that's posting is asking, you know, hey – in so many words, they're saying, all I'm seeing online, all I'm seeing in my research, all I'm seeing in the books that I'm reading and the content I'm consuming is that, you know, we need to live for the future, right? Um, what this means is, you know, we need to invest for retirement. We need to, um, you know, save for a rainy day. We need to think, I need to think about, this, this poster is saying, I need to think about when I'm 65 and I need to sacrifice all of my years up until that point. You know, as Dave Ramsey would say, I need to live on beans and rice, rice and beans. And I, I think I can resonate with this individual um, because I've operated this way in my life personally, you know, where I've, I've gone to the extreme, where I've sacrificed too much in the now and not enjoyed, uh, I've not enjoyed my time um, I, while I'm thinking about, well, how can I better prepare myself for retirement or, you know, when I turn 40 or when I turn 50 or when I turn 60? um and to this person i would say um you need to have balance it's not only a recommendation it's a uh, it's a necessity just as an, as budgeting is a necessity and just as investing is a necessity um enjoying your money and spending some of your money is a necessity and now i'll i'll preface this here with saying you know if you are in a really bad financial place right or Maybe we shouldn't say bad if you're in a scary financial place where you you owe a lot of people a lot of money, maybe your income isn't great, maybe your expenses every month are as much or exceeding the amount of money you're making um, and you're paying on high interest debt, right? So there's degrees of enjoyment. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you're in the place I just described, maybe your enjoyment is a five dollar coffee once a month and not taking a vacation (laughs) or buying a new PlayStation 5, maybe that enjoyment is a $5 a month latte. Okay, but there still is enjoyment in that you know once you get past those steps whenever you don't have all the debt whenever you you know are making progress investing a portion of your income towards your retirement and maybe you're saving toward a goal and you have an emergency fund in place again if you're interested in learning about these steps you can listen to our university series but once you've accomplished those things then it's time to enjoy some of it while you have it okay the reason why we do this is because it is very hard to stay motivated if you are not enjoying a portion of what you're doing in the now, right? It's just like the person that is trying to get fit and they never enjoy a slice of pizza ever, right? A lot of these folks will be really really good for maybe a week or two weeks or a month or maybe even 6 months, right? They don't they don't let a, a, a any sugar touch their tongue or they don't let any carbs in there in their uh, belly or you know, they they don't indulge in anything whatsoever and you know, when they've been deprived, yes, some people can withstand it. And it's the same thing in the personal finance community, it really has to do with, you know, what your desires are. You know, some people can live on nothing, and then, you know, they make it, they live until they're 60, they're blessed enough to, and then they, they have a great retirement, or maybe they live on nothing for 30 years, and then when they're 50 or 40, um, they're able to retire early. There are people like that. Um, but to bring it back to our, our diet, dieting analogy, you know, there's a lot of times where you get really, 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 really strict and you don't let yourself waver. And then eventually one day you just get fed up with it and you eat a whole pizza and you have ice cream and you have a couple beers and you have a couple drinks, and you know all of a sudden you are you know, binging on all the food that you shouldn't have, and you fall completely out of your diet, and then you feel bad about yourself, and then you have to completely muster up the energy to restart this process, and then you do it strict again, and then you are good for a couple weeks or a couple months, and then you binge again, and it's just like this never-ending cycle. I'm sure you can relate to what I am saying. I don't speak from experience, if you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. But what I have found as I'm getting older is a way to build a good habit is to do it gradually and do it little bits at a time, little digestible pieces at a time, and create this habit that's sustainable over a long period of time. So if we're relating it to personal finance, you know, it's not eating rice and beans and, you know, saying, Hey son, you know, I know you have a birthday party, but you know, we're we're not buying a gift, or, you know, hey son, I know you love um, some ego waffles, but we're eating rice and beans and that's it because we're saving for you know retirement. we're saving for the next you know in 20 years you're gonna be really happy that we only ate rice and beans. you know it's, it's not about that it's saying hey, you know we can't go out to eat every day um, but once a week we can go out to eat and we can enjoy that or you know hey, we're not gonna buy I don't know a new PlayStation game. Every weekend, but you know, a couple times, maybe a year, um, or maybe once a month, we're gonna buy something for you that you can enjoy. Um, That that's gonna create a sustainable habit in you, uh, because you are also, like I said, that that little thing in you that wants to enjoy the money that you're working for is being fed, and also the part inside of you that is wanting to budget and save for the future is being fed, and that creates something sustainable. It creates something sustainable. And one thing I do want to talk about as well is. If you are too much of a radical, um, and and again, there are things to be radical about in life, right? Um, but when it comes to personal finance, if you're too radical, um, and what I would say radical is like, hey, you know, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars, my expenses are two thousand bucks a month, you know, I'm saving forty percent of my income, um, and if you know, if you're in a spot like that where you have, you're, you're in a good financial spot, and you can't invest, or excuse me, you can't spend any of your money to enjoy it. It's not only going to deprive you, because let's face it, you could, you could die tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow. It's not only going to deprive you, it's going to be a strain on the relationships in your life as well. You know, So say you end up with a significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. You know, If that person sees that we're in a good financial spot, but my significant other can't enjoy anything and is just a boring person and a penny pincher and is stingy, that's going to be a strain on your relationship. You know, if your kid sees that you know we are in a good financial spot and the bills are paid and but we can never go out to eat or we can never do anything fun, that's gonna be a strain on your relationship. You know, if you go out with friends and you never enjoy a meal with them, or you never buy a drink with them, or you know, you never buy a drink for them, uh, they're only buying things for you. You know, that can be a strain on your relationship. So you know the things that we choose to do with our money, Especially in terms of enjoying the now, um, can certainly affect the people around us as well. So, really, to to wrap it up, you know, to answer this person, um, I wouldn't recommend that you live super frugally as long as you're in a good financial place, like we talked about. But I wouldn't recommend that you live super frugally forever, just living for the future, because at the end of the day, you may never see that future. I don't want to be morbid, but You know, we're humans. We're all headed in one direction. (laughs) We all have the same fate at the end of the day. Um, And that's that, uh, you know, we're not all, we're we're all gonna die someday. We're all gonna have that day. Um, And it's important to invest for the future because a lot of people don't. A lot of people are far too indulgent, right? A lot of people don't, haven't learned delayed gratification. Um, But when you can find that balance, it sure does make life um, a lot more enjoyable. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Millennial Economics Podcast, and we will talk to you very soon.